Hello and welcome once again, and I do mean once again, to Wondering Monster, the Monster Manual of Podcasts. My name is John Baltusberger. I am Charles R. Bernard. Ian Servas. Mr. Paschke. And I'm going in fast forward today because we had a little bit of technical difficulties on the back end, but we are back. We are here. We are now. Now, for those of you who have not seen us before, there are hundreds, thousands, millions of games out there, <laughs> and there are hundreds being made every single day push through kickstarter push through indiegogo push through my colon and like it's an overwhelming amount of games and instead of going to the store and standing in front of the 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 the, 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 hmm, the box uh, thing with the stuff on it advertisements yeah, television instead of doing that you come to this uh your monitor and we the three of us stand in front of ian who's our box thing with stuff on mm-hmm. it uh, and we stare at an abject here, and we test out the games for you. So instead of you having to spend money and your sparse spare time as an adult, we spend all of our free time. And like, so you can just like, okay, here's the mechanics. Here's the system. Here's the story. Here's what we like, what we don't like. You can just go and find out exactly what is going to kick your ass. But it is a new year and we're pumped up. We're so excited for 2023. However, we need to bring it down. Calm down. We need to zen out. We need to reach a new level of knowledge and power as gamers, as players, as GMs. We need to reach gaming nirvana. However, Uh, we are still fucking metal. So it needs to be on fire, like (laughs) flaming nirvana on fire, if you will. Ian, what are we playing tonight? Absolutely. So we are playing Nirvana on Fire. This is actually big. You know, it's sad that no one got to see the first five minutes of our initial streams. All this, the death metal screaming John did. How he still has a voice is beyond me. But with that death rate there, Nirvana on Fire Expanded Edition is, it takes uh, D. Kenny's fantastic module, um, that I've actually ran before at a con and it adds additional content. So this I think is one of the, one of my favorite things from um, Magnum Galaxy Press. And it's the art in this is just phenomenal. As you'll see a little snippet, Askey's yeah. kind of putting the overlay, extremely evocative. Mm-hmm. What really fun about this is the, the flavor of this setting. The backdrop of this is a neo-Buddhist colony, so it pulls in a bit from Buddhist mythology, a little bit of that culture, but also with that, a little. Well, I can't really give too many spoilers here. You'll have to read it for yourself, not to give away all the secrets. Um, there's a high a value of production value on the physical items. I know that you were speaking to that earlier, uh, Charles. Yeah, um, if you back this on Kickstarter, especially at the higher levels, the quality of the physical products that are on hand are just amazing. Um, the artwork uh, looks even better on a printed page than it does in a PDF, although the PDF version is also available. There are like there's a little pin you can get. I mean, it's super cool, and the design that's been brought to this is like Ian said, absolutely amazing. Um, some really cool psychedelic, high contrast, like '60s futurism almost, mixed with sort of like neo psychedelica. I love it. It's nice. it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And the other offerings from Magnum Galaxy are fantastic. I mean, I've run the horror of 
um, Tau Sigma, I don't know, five or six times. The Cleaning of Prison, Station Echo, uh, Dying Hard in the Highlight Station. Really fantastic modules. If you'd like Mothership content done really well, um, sometimes I think there is a very thin, brutal sci-fi element that is easy to kind of make, but this is much more rich and evocative, like you're saying with the psychedelia, and it gives a much more robust experience than here's a <clears throat> here's your typical sci-fi trope play. So I I want to point out that well, um I want to point out that we've played a lot of sci-fi over the last uh, twelve months. <laughs> Yes. Uh, we've played Death in Space. We've played Through the Void or Into the Void. Yeah, the, void. the Void. In Through the Void. Through the um, Void. Pork in the Void. Uh, lots yeah, of like voids. Orcs. It just <laughs> soaked it all in. We we done we done a lot of sci-fi and um, all of them like our number one winner. Like some of our big winners last week were sci-fi games like Pork in the Void and See You Space Cowboy. Um, what I really love about this is that um, a lot of different games have a tendency to feel very similar. Um, Mothership has a real, in my opinion, a really solid rule set, and all of the modules I've played for Mothership have been completely different. Uh, Ian, you ran one where I was stuck in like a a like size uh, VR Second oh, Life. Yeah module we played the one that was like constant downpour uh on the rainy planet and now we're playing like in a space buddhist colony like it's really cool how well these various authors and creators create something really unique using this setting and chassis and that's a reference to hideo's world from tuesday night games um which is really cool it's a vaporwave game so that's yeah really really fun so, with that introduction here, how about we introduce our characters? And that grand tradition, our... Well, we... <clears throat> I believe that, you know... It's canon now. <laughs> one of the um, four noble truths might be that I go first and, uh, and introduce my character. Tonight, I will be playing uh, Barrett Ortega. I am a Marine. Um, my patch on my uniform uh, says upstanding citizen, but then under that it has a dead cop. So it's it's kind of an ironic patch. Um, and uh, yeah, I am uh, clad in battle dress. It's actually a sh- mid-shin length battle dress. Um, the inside of it's lined in Kevlar, but it's also smart and stylish. Um <laughs> And uh, yeah, I decided to interpret battle dress per, uh, quite literally, Ian. All right. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm a badass, and and that's it. For for reference, the armor protection of advanced battle dress is the highest you can get. So you're wearing a tank dress, apparently. Yeah, like it's a it's a dress. Just it's a big Kevlar sack, essentially. Cataphracty, <laughs> yeah. cataphracty yeah. armor. Yeah, All yeah. Right. <laughs> kind of factory lingerie, really. Yes. I'm I'm what happens when a when a terminator gets sexy. Yeah. Right out of the gate. Who's next? Yeah, hey, uh so um I created my character on the mothership app, companion app, which is free on the iStore. Um I am Yakov Lim. 
I am a scientist. Um, I am also kind of a beefcake, actually. Um, uh, <clears throat> uh, Yaakov believes that um, the body is part of the muscle that powers the brain. And so, like, devotes, like, he do, like gets up, has protein, does his cardio, does, like, eight hours of hard science, and then does, like, two hours at the gym lifting weights, bro. Have you... Um, I've got to break in. Have you read uh, Grant Morrison, a, a comic called Flex Mentalo? Because, no, I haven't. Because he literally is a superhero that can flex so hard that the power of his flex can like bend your mind or like bend time. I or, love that very like, much. Blow up I a have bus read. And, yeah. I he, have read AJ Jacobs' uh, Dropped It Healthy, in which uh, basically scientists have said, like, yeah, man. Uh, being healthy and fit is absolutely like makes you better at thinking and uh healthy body, healthy mind. And did you say what your patch was? My patch is one second. Do, do, do. Um, we can roll for it live. Is, I just need to figure out where it is. Cause uh, this all my side shit. Come on, dude. Sorry. Enjoy oh. roll it for you. I'm gonna roll for it if you don't. I have. have it. I no. I already rolled it. I just have to figure oh, out where okay. it All is. Right, we'll we can come back to you. Yeah. All right. And oh, my patch. patch is. Oh, my patch says powered by coffee. <laughs> uh, and it is a uh, it is a picture of a robot um plugging into a Mister Coffee. Love <laughs> it. I like that. All right, uh, so I guess I'm up now. Yeah. Yes, yes. you are. All right. Oh, you couldn't good. tell by my intense staring in your direction. <clears throat> I know. So uh, I'm playing uh, Daryl Snow. Uh, I'm a teamster. Well, I gotta get a few things straight here. First of all, I don't see a union representative here. That this, all this out <laughs> of line. First problem. Second problem. That that altar is not to code. <laughs> you have you have to have an overhead extinguisher system above that because the candles are a fire hazard, and I don't think you're aware of that. Now I'm gonna go ahead and put this in my report, but if you got some money, I might I might let that go. I really want to see this scene happen while we're playing because Absolutely. there are opportunities I, for that. And... Oh my god. <laughs> um. So my dad, what you may not know is my dad is Buddhist. Uh, what this know. means is I had a, yeah. No what this means is that I had a lot of incense uh, burning in my house growing up and I really liked it. Yada, yada, yada. Um, however, one time a girl gave me her number. I set it on my desk, lit some incense and got to studying. When I came back, the girl's number was on fire. Um, <laughs> never did, never did get in touch with her. Um, it was a sign. Yeah. yeah Universe I, I, at work. Yeah. yeah. Decided decided that maybe this was just the world telling me maybe not. <laughs> and Mr. Paschke, what is your patch and or trinket for the evening? Yeah. Uh, Daryl's patch is an inverted cross. <laughs> Dude, and, I, yeah, I'm down with Daryl. Daryl's cool with me. Yeah. I also have a trinket. I can tell you about that too if you want, but you know, oh, I, I, I get there are protocols too, yeah. that we don't we don't share all the information. Okay, but you know, is... 
then you can save it for an opportune month. For people who are new to the Mothership system, the patch system is just pure flavor. It doesn't have to mean anything, but in a pinch, it can give you a sense about your character, either ironically or same thing with the trinket. Most of them have absolutely no game function to it, but it gives you a little bit of a sense of that character. Why would an android have a pressed alien flower or why would a scientist have a ball of assorted gauge wire? Well, maybe that one might be self-explanatory, but I was looking randomly off the chart. So, <laughs> the patch that... thing might be based in part on the U.S. military practice of morale patches for active combat troops. Like, you're not allowed much in the way of personal display, but there is... I actually have the antifa one on my jacket so they're like they're wee bitty they're like little bitty patches like that size and that's like all that's allowed on your kit you know so it's like a little me thing of individuality which i now, think is kind of i was in the boy scouts is it about the size of a merit badge it's it's a little it's about uh twice the size of a merit badge okay by, by sean if that's where he got that from yeah, I'd be interested to know that. Yeah, anyway, uh, sorry, continue. Uh, that is fine. So with that, we'll go ahead and transition into the game itself. So the three of you are members of a salvage crew. You have a, a central organizing company that takes you, assigns your teams to various gigs for you to scrap as much salvage as possible so they can wreak a lot of money out of it and uh, pass on a little bit of money to you. Uh, what was the name of this kind of oppressive salvage operation that you're a part of? Oddscorp. I was going to say Oppressive Salvage Incorporated. That is Oddscorp <laughs> it is. Fantastic. Yeah. And uh, the name of the tin can that you're flying through space. I'll give someone else that. Gertrude is the first thing that comes to mind. Gertrude. I like Gertrude. I yeah. love it. Gertrude. All right. So you have been assigned by Oscorp to a a rush salvage job. You've kind of had a normal queue of operational things. And actually, this comes at a really good time because if it wasn't for this kind of intercession, you would be sent back to the inner the like the interplanar. Uh, garbage barge where all of the different solar winds have accumulated trash and it's it's a job that nobody wants so the fact that you're getting something to take you off from that is really exciting especially something that maybe has gravity and maybe heat and you know none of those uh space crabs so now isn't there a mothership module that actually is a trash barge uh there is a game called you got a job on the garbage barge nah, uh, that's what that's what i'm thinking i've of. also yeah. run that at con that is also <laughs> a lot of fun um i can man one of my favorite npcs I ever made was uh in that that game <laughs> basically a giant hot dog with a hot dog for hands and <laughs> that was before everything everywhere arrow wants but uh that aside um the Oscorp pipes in through your comm system a pre-recorded message that was intercepted recently. And it goes something like this on a loop. There's a burst of static and there's um, some kind of odd noise in the background, almost like um, clanging gongs or 
some type of maybe like humming, and then you hear more static, and then this is a pre-recorded message. The colony of Sardatha's Peace, the colony on uh, Barosita 2A, requests urgent aid. The power converter for our life support systems is failing. We have a week at most. We require someone to access our terraforming tower where we have a manufactorum to produce new power converters. We have lost access and means of getting uh, to the tower and we request help. Anyone that helps is able to claim salvage rights to the tower and all of its contents in exchange for urgent age. <clears throat> aid. This is Abbot Johann Ben Chirosky signing off. And it repeats. Digging a little further, you find out that uh, the colony of Sertatha's piece is a product. Siddhartha's piece. Thank you. I'm going to speak. You're welcome. Siddhartha, Gautama, and uh, Bodhisattva. I, you're gonna have to keep me on that. My okay. my years of speech therapy were not sufficient, and I've I've tried to practice. So I don't need to for, be a dick. I no, mean. you're not. I, 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 there are times I'm screaming internally where I'm like, I know I'm butchering this. So <laughs> uh, I do actually appreciate it. Sure. Um, it's a product of the Nirvana Institute, um, and you uh, learn that this is a neo-Buddhist colony that is trying to run a self-sustaining um, operation through uh, agriculture, and their main export is agricultural goods and fresh water and other things, a very simple colony. Um, this message was uh, received a couple of days ago, so the fact that they said they have about one week of backup power reserve is a little bit alarming. And you know that this is a pretty remote uh, colony that will likely freeze to death without uh, your help. So it's either this or the garbage barge. So it seems like the winner. What's their local union chapter's number? <laughs> Do you think Oscorp is going to give you that? You're going to. I think as. As a member of a union, as a teamster, I should just know this. Oh, can yes. I Ab can I Absolutely. roll to know this? No, you know this. <laughs> I, I was just uh, razzing you. Yeah. Uh, so there is no union there, which automatically kind of makes your uh, hackles go off of the back of your your hackles go off of the back of your neck, um, because it, it's a colony. They should all be a, a religious colony. They should all be working together. Uh, mm -hmm. But you've seen enough abuse in your lifetime, Daryl, that uh, everyone can benefit from a union. Yeah, uh, I, I agree with Daryl on this one as a human. Everyone needs me, a union. Yeah, me too. Like, there's actually, uh, here in, in the great state of Utah, um, there are numerous cases in which polygamist uh, sects get into trouble for using child labor at, like, an actual factory or like the pick pecans or shit like that, because it's part of their religious training. And like, that's how they try to skirt the law. So yeah, that's shady as hell. Um, I think though, on the whole, we sh like simple farmers in, in need of our help. Um, I'm, I'm in favor of the mission. Although I will point out that if they're uh, simple farmers, you know, drinking their blue milk and they need a power converter i don't know why they didn't just go to tachi station 
I'm, I'm, I'm done now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was fully expecting something to come from that. So. Thank you. You're welcome. This, this isn't the module you're looking for. <laughs> I mean, bro, we're going to, like, look, bro, we're going to help him, bro. Like, ob obs, right? Like, people need help. Happy to help. Boss man says, do it. We do it. Um, only concern, little concern Reno here. Um, I'm a biologist, um, and I, like, my whole thing is scavenging, you know, biological, um, samples and materials. Not sure what I can do with the tower. Um, <laughs> Did you say that you're a biologist or a swallologist? <laughs> That's hey, a bad joke, and you should feel bad about it, bro. He's a, um, he's a biologist. He's studying these muscles. Which, which way is it to the Petri dish show? I don't know. What, what um, kind of tower is it again that has the power, it's, the manufacturing? It's a terraforming in it? tower. The, this one? So a terraforming <laughs> tower is 100% going to have biological components, man. That's like what terraforms stuff. I didn't hear is. terraforming, so. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so no. as a terraforming tower, it's A, valuable, and B, going to be chock full of delicious biological samples. So. Sorry, I was slamming my protein shake. I missed that part. <laughs> just like right. scoop after scoop of creatine, you're soiling. Like. He just, he, he, he just um, yeah, he puts so much in that it's more of like cramming Play-Doh down his gullet yeah. than drinking the protein. Yeah. I uh, I biologically engineered protein rich mushrooms that uh, prepare themselves. Ooh! Oh, did you hear that they've uh, they've cloned the first like meat for consumption or whatever? I, I I've I've heard. Is that. that new though? I feel like I've heard of that before. Well, I mean, like honest. I, I think it's like honest. Skit. First of all, they've tested it and it is edible and not going to like kill you or whatever. Mm -hmm. and, That's good. And, yeah, but well, that's uh, really so... the first step. Yeah, yeah. You don't I make mean, me yeah. go candy eat it now. I'd hate to be the guy who has that job to be like the first guy after the monkeys who's like, all right, I'm gonna take me a big bite of this fat grown flesh. Bobo was able to eat it. I guess it's my turn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fucking all right. Bobo. Yeah, I think we're I think we're uh, uh, of a consensus that we need to get Gertie up to speed and head in I... the direction of that station start gathering all of my information to drop off about like how to unionize the benefits of unions Pamphlets, yeah ham buttons, uh lots of like tires yeah yeah fantastic so you have your packet ready to go any other types of pre-mission actions that you're wanting to do besides getting unionization and as much creatine in your body as possible <laughs> It's a lot of creatine. I'd be careful what you ask for from John. So I do have one question. Um, I have a heads-up display as part of yes. my uh, equipment. It says um, two things that I have a question about. First of all, it says that it allows me to see through the body cameras of others in my unit, like other Marines. But there aren't any other Marines on my team, so does that not work? So if you have other people that have a equipment that has cameras on it, so mm. depending on which armor, so looking at everyone else's equipment, it could be on 
the uh, Yaakov's hazard suit that might. Uh, I have on my hazard suit again, all on the all on the app, guys. Um, I have a short range comms and radiation. Like, yeah, I don't have the camera. Uh, I do have a bio scanner that you could probably tap into, though. Okay, cool. I uh, and then the second one, I think I just answered my own question. It says that it can also work with technology that's been smart link upgraded weapons that have been smart link up and i have a uh general purpose yeah general purpose machine. Uh, actually uh ian i just used some of my credits to buy i used 50 of my credits to buy a bio cam body cam all right well there you go so you are hot linked into yakov's camera uh, and you could also synchronize that with your machine gun so if you wanted to uh, post that somewhere make a turret or to do other types of fancy tricks you could certainly do so keep watch yeah. over a hallway or something exactly yeah. can i Neat. also get a camera but i don't want to put it on me i want to put it in my item absolutely that'll be something that you have purchased in between your <clears throat> operate mission operations because you guys are a close-knit unit you've been through lots of Speaking different types of which I'm going to also buy a uh, extra body cam and hide it in the shower on board the Gertrude. I I, I also bought a scalpel, and now (laughs) I'm out of credits. Uh, This is the first time in ever you guys buy th- have bought things basically it's true. this is interesting this is yeah, like this is the new year new first uh, there's Earth buttons i just tap it and it does it for me <laughs> all right so cool. let you- that be a lesson to anyone who makes a game i will use your in-game economy mm-hmm. and inventory management if you build an app for I absolutely will not, on the other hand. Yeah, Charles on the other hand says, fuck you. Yeah, Neither Charles I'll, really I'll, will. I'll be a little mad. At, no, yeah, yeah, yeah Charles Bernard boxes in my in my games. So you are approaching the terraforming tower. You see that this moon that the colony is on, besides the giant dome that goes over the colony, it looks like barren dead rock. It certainly seems like a poor choice for a colony just starting to come into its this very thin atmosphere looking down into the colony dome it, you could see that already there are signs of distress the extensive agro farms ha- look to be browning or just dead barren patches and their little reserves of, of water even from here you can see the giant salt crust on the edge of it um it just definitely looks like things are pretty dire the spaceport on top of the terraforming tower uh doesn't uh, it seems to be um that you've got the access codes to land and that you can dock right into the uh, the port um, so before or as we're docking um, like just as part of what I would consider standard procedure, I would want to send a message back to, um, South, you know, heartless bastard incorporated or whatever we decided it was Oscorp, Right. Um, and, and let them know that like, there's a humanitarian crisis that they need transport and blah, de, blah, de, blah. So. All right. Uh, so you open up the comms to hail, uh, Oscorp and, uh, roll me D10. You got it. Oh, 
That's a six. So when you try to tap into Oscorp, there is a warble of static that then turns into a wall of hissing. In the background, you hear the sounds of clashing gongs, like giant brass objects smashing together and like almost muttering voices. That sounds like a damn good album. And oh, some sounds sounds like coming from uh, Orkborg. I you would definitely hear, listen to that, though, guys. In like a serene but very stern chanting voice, you hear many gods reside in heaven, but in this place only Bishamonten cares for the flesh of man. Okay. I wonder if cares for the flesh of man is like to serve man, you know. Like if if he cares for it as in takes care of it, or cares for it as in prefers it over beef, you know. <laughs> it plays for several loops uh, before your connection that you're striving to make is just forcibly severed. Okay, cool. All right. Well, I tried. Um, all right, I'm gonna arm myself, obviously, and uh, you guys want to go check out the docks. I hear the docks is where the crime is at. Here, the docks are where I have, I might have some people that I can relate. I'm going to. to uh, I'm going to take a that lesson is where you'll from. you find the teamsters. Yeah. I'm going to take a lesson from Shenmue and look for some sailors. <laughs> are you trying to get a game of lucky hit? I play with some kittens. Oh, fantastic. Okay. So, when you step out into the space dock you see that there are a couple of outdated ships that look like they've been scuttled there's a thick layer of dust on all of the ships and then just piles upon piles of just boxes heaped up against one of the walls from your view you can see that you have a uh, like a platform leading up to like a solid glass wall with double doors set into it. It almost looks like from here there's something colorful beyond, like maybe it's a reception area. Over on your side to the west, you see that there is a industrial wall that looks like it's been uh, scratched to hell and back with like deep claws and an, almost an airlock-like door that says Kamarae's Observatory above it claws are interesting it's pretty quiet here the air is slightly thin breathable dusty with like a hint of old ashen incense uh since you're stepping out first barrett give me another d10 you got it. That is a two, regrettably. Or possibly good. I don't know. Well, we'll have to uh, find out. Your sense, if you're trained military senses, you hear something gasping or gurgling coming from the heap of boxes. All right, I'm going to uh, let my companions know that I've heard something and am going to check it out. Um, I have a flashlight as well, uh, so I'm going to turn that sucker on and point it at the boxes. Uh, does that illuminate them any better? 
nothing seems to stir in the light of your beam. Uh, you just see that these are various, I mean, most of them are like cardboard, like a cardboard-like substance. Some are old, like aluminum boxes. Um, mm -hmm. The markings on them are kind of illegible from just the abuse the boxes have taken, but you kind of get the feeling that they're probably supply boxes. All right, I'm going to go over there and inspect the boxes more closely. I'm curious what that gasp was. And I do have plus 10% on military training. Uh, and I'm surprised surveillance isn't on here. But yeah, I think I would think that military training would include like clearing an area. It is. Uh, so it's, it's kind of the basic uh, training provided to all military personnel. So it is kind of a, a catch-all. Mm -hmm. Um it, it it also if the mothership rules it gives a couple of other benefits um that that already calculated into your sheet okay cool uh yeah i'm going to poke around in the boxes and see if i can't find whatever was gasping okay while you start poking around in boxes what are you two doing uh, yakov and daryl <clears throat> yakov and daryl uh so do i see anyone that that I could potentially persuade to to join the union. So far, it's empty. There's no reception. You know that the colony requested your help. They did mention that they aren't able to access the tower for some reason. Again, it was kind of a pre-recorded message, so there may be nuance lost, but you don't see anyone. You have a feeling like this almost seems like abandoned. Which would make sense with the, you know, degradation of the facility and everything. Um, right. The thin atmosphere. Obviously, the terraforming hasn't been going well. Um, all right. So, yeah, um, I guess just gathering around, waiting to see what the noise was. All right. Well, you see that... There, uh, Barrett is, you know, starting to dig through these boxes. Um, you hear objects rattling inside the boxes, but as you're moving the boxes, you're hearing this this sound. It's wet. Uh, it's rattling, and you start to see the outline of, uh, of like a like a figure in between the boxes sprawled. Um, He's wearing brown and black robes, and the person's skin is just this gray, almost corpse-like color with giant liver spots. There's so John is our major's biologist or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna yell out like medic. Uh, you see, like as you're calling out the person has this kind of palsied hand reaching out for you. Um, he doesn't have eyes in his head. Like, they're just gone. Oh, bro, that's bad. <laughs> they're, uh... Supposed to have eyes there. You know, that's a workman's comp violation right there. They're paying you for that, right? They have to give you time off so you can go and get that looked at. Yeah, Don't let them I know, Daryl. 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 Daryl, Daryl. Yeah. 
we're members of the union, bro. You don't have to like. <laughs> I'm paid up. Oh, I was talking to the the eyeless. Yeah, yeah. No matter what state he's in, it's it's. In fact, he's in the perfect state to hear about the benefits of a union. He's like choking on his own secretions. Is just oh, my statement. Uh, I I'm gonna bend down next to him. Did I take? I was about to take like first aid, and then I decided to go full Zeno. Uh, yeah. Uh, I have botany, pathology, zoology, exobiology. Yeah, but pathology is uh, mm-hmm. the study of diseases and/or vectors of mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, what I don't have is surgery, um, but I could make a. I, I could probably go for it though. Out of the three of us, you are by far the most qualified. Also, to I'm also with. the one with the scalpel. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm gonna try to. Should I uh, look? Hey, listen, uh, Ian. Ian, who works in healthcare. Yes. I want to remind you that I've gotten my working knowledge of medicine from watching reruns of House while drunk. Uh, so I'm going to perform a tracheotomy. You're not even going to like check. Okay, all right. I love how oh. the description of this person. You're like, no eyes. He's not breathing very well. I'm quick, an operation. You're like, we're yeah. here to help you. Like, <laughs> I'm a barber. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Okay, Ian, Ian, how about this? How about I want to century, use century, I want yeah. to use my uh skills as a medical professional to see what's going on and see if I can find out what is causing the distress other than the missing eyes. All right. Uh so this is a very unusual case as you start to move more boxes aside. Uh, two things. Uh, go ahead and make me that pathology roll. Um, okay. So that's going to be your um, intellect, and you're adding your plus fifteen to that. So dang, that's okay. seventy right that's a, there. Wait, yep. plus fifteen? That not like a half? Wouldn't there be a half in? Oh, plus fifteen, not percent. Yes, fifteen. Yes, fifteen percent. Correct. Okay, but 15%, All right. And that's a hundred roll. Uh, and rolling under, I rolled well under 70. All right, fantastic. Don't forget, in this game, if you roll doubles, uh, either for good or bad, that's a crit. So make sure you let I rolled me a 51, a... so no doubles this time. I was just reminding you and the audience. And... You roll doubles, you have to pull one fingernail off with a pair of pliers on camera. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's do it, motherfucker. Our, our viewership right. just goes through the fucking roof. So... As you pull out your bioscanner and you start to analyze this person as uh, Barrett is moving boxes and Daryl is talking about the virtues of joining a union, do you see oh, that? No, I'm just covering like, things that he is like legally, they're obligated to do this for him. He's acting as a social worker, basically. I actually yeah. really appreciate him being like, okay, he's doing this. If you want him to stop saving your life at any time, raise to Like, he's giving the whole, like, legal yeah. protection for me, and I appreciate it greatly. <laughs> <laughs> as someone who is about to perform an unnecessary trick, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a wildly unnecessary tracheotomy. Hey, hey. You keep it up, I'll give you one. <laughs> As you are uh, educating your peers about the optimal way to perform a tracheotomy, the man 
as you think it's it's uh, a man uh, gurgles his last and slumps to the floor and thick just uh, thick rivulet of some fluid uh it's it's viscous pours out of his mouth you see that as you pull back his robe and pull back these boxes he has crazed white hair but then just the flesh on the one of the side of his face is just sloughed off like it's just melted like wax uh as you look into yeah, his it's not supposed to do that guys <laughs> eye sockets uh you notice that on his other hand his fingers end with eyeballs on the tips Oh shit. Um, I, you're just face yeah. to face with this person. I'm gonna have you at this point roll me a fear check here. Okay. That is as I like the a... fact that we didn't even get the description of this person out before you move to like try to cut this person open before seeing it was quite prompt. Bodies uh, remind me what a fear check is. Very prompt. Oh uh, so it's for you, that's actually your worst stat. Or one yeah. of your worst stats. Uh, yeah, it's, no, it's, yeah, it's not a great one for me. Mother she, okay, dice, d100, roll. Oh my god. Uh, I rolled right on. I rolled 25. All right. Plus so you add that means you swallow beat, right? your rising bile as you stare at this thing. And you, if it weren't for your many years of studying it, your uh, exobiology, you would probably have just tossed all of your protein shake. But uh, you hey, uh, chunks on the sick guy, just I'm, like the bedside uh, manner of I like. Can, I have with that injury. <sighs> I just remembered my. I just remembered my next gross out story. It involves a Ziza swimming in the ocean. Anyway, oh, um, and, I I kind of look up from him. Hey, uh, Daryl, you got yeah. the uh, you got the info on this uh, on this sector. Um, I don't. I don't suppose this sector is populated by groups that have fingers on their eyes instead of their face. <laughs> like, don't suppose it's some weird mutation. It's... No. Uh, okay. I, I not not common. Um uh I, I go through like my union manual There's like no uh, like Pan's Labyrinth guy union or whatever. Uh they skipped over that part of Beetlejuice. <laughs> uh <laughs> All right. yeah. okay, cool. Union doesn't have a policy for this yet, but I'm going to make a note to it. We're going to Thank submit you. this, and it will it will definitely be covered in the future. Yeah, I think we can probably all committee, agree that this uh, this death was uh, not due to medical malpractice or Pro. inattention. <laughs> yes, yeah, I think you're in the clear, John. Since, um, go ahead. Since you were going to perform a tracheotomy, and you were very much looking, don't test me. I mean, you could go ahead and dissect them now. Um, for science, I mean, yeah. you might actually need to do that. Yeah. yeah. For xenobiology, I mean, that's humans don't have eyeballs on our fingertips. Uh, that, that'd be uh, kind of cool. Um, so, Ian, jokes aside, I am going to take some samples of the sloth off face and the goo, the cretions, right. all the stuff that is not normal for. Uh, not normal for a person to have. And I'll Great. just be examining the body to see, like, is there any obvious cause of death, like gunshots or I other mean, than the face sloughing off? Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. like, does does it look like they were in any sort of battle? 
No, there's no signs of trauma. Um, and okay. when you're going to get the samples, you notice as you're scraping this gel away from his face or this kind of this substance, there's something around his neck, like on uh, like a chain. Hmm. Hmm. Um, if you, I'm going to. I'm wearing gloves as I do this. Or okay. I'm wearing. I guess I'm wearing a hazard suit. So it's all like it's all glove, baby. Oh, is that um, what your like outfit is? Is a hazard suit? That's yeah. handy. Well, That's super yeah, yeah. handy. Yeah, I'm getting the fuck away from this guy. Then you can handle it. Yeah, I'm wearing a I'm wearing a hazard suit, so I'm good, bro. Um, it's it, it's a specially tailored hazard suit, uh, so it, it fits over my swole muscles. <laughs> um, you sure it's I'm, not ripped off at the like the sleeve there? <laughs> fucking Joe Garcia. Hazmat suit I love you, Joe. If you're watching, I love you, but no, it's got clear parts of his muscles. <laughs> so it's like uh, what yellow or blue, and then like just clear plastic over the arms. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. awesome. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Future okay. Fashion that'd be great. Sorry, sorry. So I'm wearing I'm wearing like there's they're like almost booty shorts. Uh. I'm very, I'm very proud of my science body. Um, so, real quick, John, um, I was reading a, a 40k book today, and there was an orc, <laughs> there was an orc in it that was wearing shorts made out of human flesh, and that it. made me laugh so fucking hard because I just pictured them as cargo shorts or like maybe it's like an ear or like a butthole, I don't know, but like it's just a an orc wearing shorts, you know, not. No, I'm not wearing a cloak. like hot pants. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing I'm wearing hazard hot pants. Anyway, so uh, Ian's I can I can I can see the look of resignation on Ian's face as we talk about orc booty shorts. Um, <laughs> I, I, I even finished describing this person and like <laughs> the stuff you're doing to him. So, so I'll be here when you're ready. <laughs> oh, wondering monster, we're back, baby. Um, with that in mind, um, I'm, I'm getting all these stuff. Uh, I reach down and I'm going to take whatever's on his neck off his neck. Thank you. So it is a administrator key card. Handy. Is it gross at all? Is there, is there smuts on it? Probably. Um, I'm asking. there's a little bit of like flesh on it. Like it's okay. just a coil of detached flesh. There's no blood. I don't think I have anything to sanitize with. Ah, just wipe it off on this. And uh, do you use your bio scanner over the samples that you have collected? Yeah, I'm going to study them, see if there's anything that's contagious or might come at me, bro. Sure. Uh, it actually you get your results back very quickly, and it's not a bodily fluid. It's biogel. Which is? It's uh, I a, mean, I know, but why don't you tell, like, the Charlesies <laughs> what it is? Tell them, since they're not science geeks. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. John, uh, John knows. So biogel yeah. is, a, is a common substance that's used in um, androids and in synthetics and cybernetics. That is a, uh, I mean, you could use it also for medical capacity for healing and coating like wounds, especially burn victims. It's uh, almost like, like something like Bacta gel from if you want to bring it back to Star Wars. Um, so it's a multi purpose synthetic medical goo. Sounds like a thing that you need a certification to handle. 
Um, I'm pretty sure John's the only one here with that kind of certification, so I, I'm not touching it. Yeah, me neither. I we will need to say though, make um, OSHA the game. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, um, like the recording on the that was on a loop said something about I can't remember the name of the deity, but it said something about hairs for the flesh of man. I think, like this medical slash back the gel puts an interesting angle on it. So I don't know. I would like to use the network administrator card to go see if I can access any sort of like system uh, tower system um, internal diagnostics or what have you. Abs sure. As you were looking for like a console or something to tap into you're not immediately seeing anything that looks like that you can put data input in. Since this is the space dock itself, it's meant to be protected against like void. So those type of census systems are usually a little more internal just in case of catastrophe. Uh, but what you do notice is that there are cameras in the corners of this place and they're all pointing in towards you and they're tracking your movement. Nah, that's hmm. what I was going to ask is if they're tracking. Okay, cool. I'm going to give the cameras a saucy little wave, you know. But um, other than that, there's you how many doors you leading? Think, but you're not sure. You think that you see a quick flicker of the camera back, but <laughs> maybe that's just your wishful thinking. <laughs> I would like to do a full scan using my ground or my subsurface scanner. So oh, that's handy. Yeah. yeah, that's real handy. So I take out my taxidermied cat and I put it on the ground and I open up the panel <laughs> that the scanner's in and I, I start pushing the buttons. So the cat is your scanner? Yeah, it's my. It's also got my camera it built into the mouth. Have you been watching so, the Buzz Lightyear movie? No, I have not. Um, okay. I, I take it from that that that's a plot point or a character. <laughs> yes. That robotic cat. Okay. Yeah. Well... Um, sure. uh, mine's like got it anyway. fur. I, yeah, it's a it smells like almonds. Cat. Exactly. It's not a. It smells like almonds. Yeah. Are there almonds in there? Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> <laughs> what an amazing answer! Thank you, Batsky. <laughs> so, uh, a, a quick distinction here: your taxidermy cat, which yeah. is is a trinket for people who are curious. Uh, so you you've put your uh, subsurface scanner in that. Mm -hmm. Is is it just the subsurface scanner, or are you in mm -hmm. essence treating this like? Is there also a, a computer module in this? Is it also more multifunctional? So when I got my camera, so that John can use his ability to see through what I see, the camera is mounted. Yeah. Oh, that sorry, sorry. Uh, when Charles got that ability, uh, I put the camera inside the cat's mouth. So there's visibly really a camera a just second. sticking out. Okay. So I'm getting I'd like to report from being on the receiving end of that broadcast. It's not sticking out quite far enough. So there's like cat teeth framing the, the picture <laughs> whenever I look through that. That's all. It's also a water filter, but I don't want to get into mechanically how that works yet. <laughs> all right. Uh, so... You have so basically, uh, you have a lot of computerized things in your cat module. Fantastic. Yeah. So you use your cat, and what is it? What's the data that you're wanting to get back? That's most pertinent for you because you're going to get a lot of different types. Well, of a data. cat scan. 
<laughs> I go to hell. <laughs> I do my cat scan for life forms. <laughs> 2023 is going to be a great season, y'all. <laughs> All right. Is this the season we drive being mad? One can hope. Dry January is a real no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's this, why this is not the month to stop drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I picked the wrong month to stop sniffing glue. That's um, right. Airplane reference. No one else. Mm, All right. I left. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, so you are using your service scanner to get what piece of data are you wanting to most uh, determine if there are. Uh, if there's motion like in a uh, in an area, is there a certain composition of X, Y, Z? Are you pointing it down to the surface below you, like the colony surface? Give me yeah. a little more of what you want, and then I can give you the appropriate data back. Uh, generally, trying to get a feel for the immediate area, trying to figure out, like, is the dead guy the only thing here? Um, okay. Yeah. All right. So as you kind of just pan around to see if there are general forms of uh, organic life or, or things that might be an immediate threat, um, you see that the cooling form on the deck, um, this body temperature is already dropping faster than a normal person should, which is weird. But what's strange is that observatory that's just over there, there's something or someone in there. You just you get that heat signature, knowing that there is something there. That's um, the one with the claw marks by the door, right? Yeah. All right, I think we have our destination in my boat. And if you point it towards the um, kind of reception area, there doesn't seem to be any motion or heat signatures of note. Okay. I, I relay that to my comrades. I vote observatory... Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I John, guess he... you good with that? Yes. Sorry, I zoned out a little bit. All right. All right. Um, so, who is going to be taking point? Oh, me, and... naturally. All right. Uh, I've got well... the administrator's card and the gun. I'm, yeah. Roll me D10. I also love the fact that having run this before in the original Unmastered, this is going wildly different than my other playthrough. So, well, um, um, part this of that is going to be very interesting. I can't roll for shit because that's a two again. All right. Um, Pashki, excuse me. Uh, Daryl, roll me. If it is uh, within the allotment of uh, union actions for this time. <laughs> Yeah, you, if you've already taken your required break for the day, oh uh, no, I've got about two more rolls before I have to take a break. So <laughs> that's union mandated. Uh, I I can't change that. Otherwise, I'll get in trouble. I mean, I have to that. do it. Yeah. So what am I? I'm rolling two d ten for one d ten. One d ten. All right. Then I'll take my four. Okay. Great. So when you approach this door and you see that it is actually locked down requiring an administrator's access so the Which fact I that you have the, yeah um, lets you uh, enter into this space the first thing that hits you 
is this strong, almost overwhelming smell of burning incense. In fact, smoke kind of pools at your feet as first when you open up the door. It's that thick. There's something behind that smell that you can just get the edges of, but are completely amassed by that sandalwood. Oh, I've got an idea what they're covering up with that incense. I've got an idea or two. It's actinic and also coppery. Some, hmm, maybe something different. Hmm. You see that there is a communication console that spans the width of this chamber that you see. It's a sizable chamber, but across all of the consoles, uh, the consoles are just countless tapers, like ca- tapered candles that are just melted wax across the boards. There are prayer flags that are draped across this room that have darkened with the sheer amount of incense that has been burnt here. There is a expansive view uh, by these large bay windows that look out into the space beyond, and you can see the stars twinkling brightly. The room itself is not lit, save for all those candles, and there is some type of mass or shape that is in front of what looks to be a shrine, and it is uh, muttering I'm... and chanting to itself. Radical. I'm going to shine my flashlight on it. All right, so you see that this is a hunched figure. Um, it um, It's confusing because you can't tell if this thing is squatting, kneeling, sitting, or if it's just standing, but it's almost a large hump of a person uh, with their back towards you, stained, dirty robes, and you can't really make out anything beyond that, as if it's almost a giant hump. Well, John's got the hazmat suit, so I nominate him for point of contact. Okay. <clears throat> I, I got you covered, man. I'm back here with the, you know, general use machine gun. Yeah, I uh, I pull my... Stool you drop your machine gun? Gratefully work. It was. I, um, I pull my trank pistol out. And kind of, you know, walk with it behind my back, um, because I everything about espionage I learned from playing Hitman. Um, <clears throat> uh, hey, bro. Um, it still is muttering and chanting. You can tell that it's a rhythmic prayer, and you hear the clacking of prayer beads as the, per- the figure is chanting stops for just a moment and you think that they're going to respond to you but instead you hear the slap of some type of column of metal and then a ring of bells and then the thing repeats itself hmm. dude i do my daily mantras too <laughs> i am strong enough <laughs> i am smart enough i will unlock the mystery of immortality in sharks and fungi i look good without a shirt i do my mantras too every single day it's important for your mind body and soul however what's not great for the body is if all this stops working and you all choke to death on lack of oxygen uh i'm a doctor 
I know science. Lack of oxygen is one of the ways, not the only one, but one of the ways that humans die. Actually, <laughs> one of the not many everyone knows that many ways. So, as you repeatedly hail this person, there is this exasperated sigh that it rolls out and you see with the force of the sigh that the whole hump of its body moves and judders and then there are things almost moving inside the hump well i do hate that actually (laughs) Uh, consensus charles charles y'all hate that you see that that it's beginning to rise from the floor and I'm half tempted to open fire, but part of me wants to see what it is. Yeah. Can I cat scan it? <laughs> uh, so this is, you can start to do that, but this is starting to happen in real time here. Is you, I guess, sure, you want to fire off your, you're getting macro data with that subsurface scanner because you're using it to scan things from a distant or from orbit. So here it's a little close quarter, other than you know that it's mostly organic? Mostly. Question mark. As you, yeah, uh, uh, I've got my flashlight and my gun pointed at it, but again, I want to—I kind of want to see the show first. All right. Yeah. So, uh, the thing turns and looks at you. Its legs have unfurled from the hump, and you see that they're a combination between Cronenbergian spider legs and mechanical, uh, almost erector set-like legs. Its flesh is completely bandaged in this oozing gauze bandages. Its face is just mostly bandaged with like two large of eyes for a normal person. One of its arms looks to be relatively of a normal human arm, but burly and covered in hair, while the other one looks to be like a soft, meaty pseudopod. Cool. Now... Uh, Ian, is the is the stuff oozing from behind these bandages? Does it appear at first glance, at least, to be the same biogel I found on our eyeless friend? This is red and white. You're pretty sure these are just oozing, festering wounds. Um, so I'm witches. gonna have all of you roll me a fear save as you look upon this thing. You'd better it's hope I pass this. Wet misshapen mouth with far too many rows of teeth <laughs> it says welcome you oh, if he's been welcoming why do i need to roll fear well you're looking at what looks to be an absolutely mangled person and it was kind of a yeah. slightly menacing welcome i guess okay fine i i now now what if uh oh! Here we go. Are we going to Kubler Ross on this? <laughs> now, what if? Do I get advantage if, say, um, no? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not doing Orc Morg on this tonight. Uh, um, um, I failed pretty badly. All right, I passed. I I rolled a straight up nine, which is great. All right. Because if a Marine panics, everybody in the party gains like an extra level of panic. That's correct. And Daryl, what about you? So I'm rolling off a 35, right? So I rolled my D10 twice and I got a 46. All right. So the two two of you are 
stressed by seeing this malformed thing. Uh, to see the human form, this figure, so much as an inevitable reminder of your own mortality and and uh, your weakness and all the horrible things that, I mean, Cronenberg itself and his flesh horror, um, you're just looking at uh, a perversion of the natural order and it rattles you. So both you gain one stress and you'll need yep. to make me a stress check, which is your D20, and you're trying to roll over your stress. Is this... By you two, you mean the other two, right? Yes, the people who okay. fail. You, okay. you are resolute. If anything, um, you, your marine training has helped you to keep your cool, and you're doing your threat analysis. Um, and my threat analysis is um, gross. So um, I passed my pan my stress check. Okay. Uh, I have a question now yes. that I have been a now that I have slowly conquered my fear. Um. And that question is, uh, while this is nightmarish to see in a human, does it remind me of any Xenos biology or configuration that I am familiar with? This is currently not an alien. I mean, lo looking well, I at know, the, no, no, I'm but... saying like that, that makes it pretty. I see what you're saying. If you're asking if it's like, uh, like a like a genetic splice kind of a thing, or is it just are well, you talking about reminiscent of, of how another species has modified right. itself? I'm also I'm also kind of okay. saying like, look, my my character's entire thing is studying uh various weird shit. Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, like well, horrible things for humans to encounter in absolutely. a pretty terrible universe. So absolutely I'm like, We're okay, gonna... hey, you know what? This one might actually starts mutating its human host to be pretty monstrous. Like anything um, like that, anything similar, sure uh, can well, I glean any sort of knowledge? We'll put a pin in that. I need to see what uh, Daryl's response was. Daryl, did you make your stress check? That's a little freaky, but I, th I think, you know, I mean, we can still get you in. Uh, Deuce would probably be a little <laughs> less since I don't think you're going to be as functional, but I, we're fine. All we're right. good with this. Yeah. So the morphology of this creature is similar to Xenos things that you've encountered, um, but it's distinctly separate enough that you can see that there are no actual traces of uh, other species or things in this. You see that its form has a lot of mechanical elements into it that are hardwired into it. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, so that's what I was trying to figure out earlier with the, the biogel. I wonder. So, does anybody have a anything that fucks with something's electrical field? I can do mechanical repair, jerry rigging, uh, industrial equipment. Is this an industrial human? I mean, it is now. It's not a standardized equipment, so it wouldn't be something that you would have gotten training at at the guild hall. I mean, you never really get that much training. You just kind of like jump in welcome. and figure it out. You know, you don't need to fight it yet. Yeah, you don't really want to fight at all. You just feel the mood, put on some music, and uh, yep. Yeah, yep. like the industrial equipment. Where things take you. Yeah. So, uh, hello. Thank you for welcoming yeah. us. I am, I am a man who has forgotten. I am Yakov Lim, um, Doctor Yakov Lim. Actually, um, in case you have any need, um, he laughs at that. As if you were going to be saying more, there's this wet laughter that also has the sound of a grinding of gears in his chest. 
Uh, goes, I have no need of such things. And this, like, things drool out of his mouth. I am made perfect, and I am whole. Nice. Yeah, you have a lot of parts. That's, uh, <laughs> that is accurate. Um, you know, there's this cartoon I used to watch as a kid, an old Earth cartoon, where a, uh, a Xenos stuffed its body full of organs because it felt like the more human organs it had inside it, the more, like, so the more healthy. human it was. Um, Wait, which one was that? I'm not familiar. That's Invader Zim. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> um, I should know you, that. You also seem to have a lot of um, parts in you. Is that what you mean by made whole? Yes, it it has been remaking us so that we can live forever and in perfect harmony with. And do you intend to continue your agricultural endeavors and import export? Those things are inconsequential. I'm imagining I'm imagining him sucking a tentacle into his mouth like a strand of spaghetti because it just like drooled out <laughs> like mid sentence just being like excuse me. Bishop Mountain has been working to save us all from disaster. Bishu Mountain? That is also why we're here, actually, but without the like, um, that. <laughs> Let me talk to you about this equipment here now. I <laughs> yeah, that's this is important, actually. This I is our ambassador. Yeah, what what appears to be some some you did did you didn't misappropriate company property into yourself, did you? Because that's technically theft against the corporation, and the union has rules against that. And I'm the corporation. <laughs> can you can you can you can you ring the corporation real quick and see if he rings? Well, you see, if you're if you are the corporation, I technically can't continue this conversation. Not Once without a red present. That's yeah. damn sure. Every one of them, man. Bezos, Musk. Once a day, I bet. I am the company. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say we kill him. Yeah, dude. I open fire. Um, that's enough of that shit. Uh, so. Oh. Yeah. yeah. You ever seen becoming exposition. whole? All right. No, no, no. Okay. Um, All right. No, 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 no. You said no. You, you're. you're and this is exactly what happened with Orkborg. If you want, <laughs> yeah. if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. I've, it, was I've pork in, it was pork in the void, not Orkborg. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I meant to say that. I meant then when I, earlier I said Orkborg. I'm and I want to point out that it wasn't Orkborg. me this time. Look, I, I'm a marine. I am a hammer looking for a nail, and I just found one funky fucking nail. So, uh, yeah, you're damn right. I'm gonna open up. Let's see, general purpose machine gun. I like to imagine it comes in a box that is labeled machine gun for general purposes. White <laughs> box, black bond. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I think that you fucked up, Ian, because you said that it's uh, one can of ammo is six shots in a machine gun? It's, it's a drum of ammo, because you're basically doing salvos. Six shots is... Anyway, okay. It's, yeah. it's like six, six shots bursts. of 100 bullets each. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna open fire with that. So, do I need to roll? 
advantage so, or do I just get the drop on him? So basically how this is going to work is that, again, the initiative system is a little bit different. That All of you are going to see what your actions are, and then we're going to resolve them um, kind of at once. So you're going to be laying out a salvo um, towards uh, this figure. Ugly monster face, yeah. Exactly. Can you move in such a way where I am not between you and it? I'm not going to shoot you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm aiming over you. Don't worry. You might feel a little like your hair might get parted, but you'll be fine. Daryl Yaka. Uh I am going to swing my scalpel directly at the big eye. All right. So wait, he's going to be laying out a salvo, and you're going to be closing in with melee. I I'm not closing in with shit. I'm standing there already. Wait. So you, when did you get so close to? Yeah. The... When did you get so close? Walk right up to him. That's what I was like talking to him. Oh. oh, I was unclear on walking uh, right yeah. up to him, or I wouldn't have opened fire. Well, I thought see, we were all, we're addressing all him from, I thought we were all addressing him from a safe distance. Oh, there was no safety here. Uh, I, yeah, I, I thought so too. All right, let's, if that's how you're. Then I'm not going to open fire if you're like standing in front of this fucking thing. It, like you're in your, you're in trouble now. You got to get yourself out of trouble. Yeah. Can we retcon that instead of me just saying like, yeah, let's kill him? Like, hey, uh, buddy, can you can you come here a sec? I got I got to show you this this really cool thing in my cat. Trying to get <laughs> trying to get uh, maybe, a series. Maybe. I, I think that it's much more dramatic if we play it out with the um, Yakov's in a real bad spot. <laughs> and the yeah, I do. Like, let's go like, with it. Let's roll with right. it. All right. I ready my so, flare gun. All right, so you pull your flare. Is that in the tail of your cat? Yeah. Um, All right. I, I turn the cat backwards. I lift the tail up. There's a little button at the very end, and the flare <laughs> is sticking out the, the pooper. Nice. <laughs> very nice. And as with all flare guns, it goes off with the sound of woo. <laughs> All right. So we have a uh, flare gun queued up, uh, scalpel queued up, and then what about you, Bear? Uh, I am firing with my machine gun for general purposes, which is too. Okay, so but he'll, I recommend you like strafe to the side, so it's not <laughs> directly through me. You'll uh, you, you'll you'll get what uh, whatever's coming your way. Don't worry. All right. Um, okay, we'll play this out give me one second here uh who wants to make a speed check for the group um one second let me look here see um, if who's going uh, not me actually uh i might as well all right go for it okay that is a zero seven uh, that you beat me all right so this start this flows out in the order of operations. So Yaakov, you whip your scalpel out and you lunge at the figure that is identified as Gemda and lashing out towards one of his bulbous eyes. In fact, it's so bulbous it, you can see yourself on the surface of his wet eye as you That's lunge. That's a bulbous forward. ass eye. Go ahead and make me your combat check. Combat 32. Uh, da, da, da. Uh, I rolled a nine. All right. Fantastic. And your damage. 
three. But directly to the eye. Okay. All right. We'll play this out uh, as soon as everyone takes their actions. Uh, all right, so... Daryl, you have a flare ready to go. Go ahead and make me your combat check as well. So two uh, D10s makes 37 um, on All combat. Right. Yeah, which I got 46. Yep. Nice. So pass. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. And then last but not least, uh, Barris. So let's see. I've got advantages on athletics, military training, industrial equipment. That's fine. I'll just use the regular. Um, so that's, yeah, let's see. One cannon arm, six shots, 2d10 damage. Uh, let's see. So I have to roll to see if I actually hit you first, correct? That's correct. All right. And that is a 17. All right. So this everything kind of slows down for a cinematic moment here. Uh, Yakov, you slash out with your scalpel, and as you lunge forward, that pseudopod-like aspect of an arm wraps around your wrist and holds your knife um, just millimeters in front of its eye. And with his wet mouth, he just says... Or you dare strike the prophets? <laughs> uh, and you see uh, underneath his robe, he uncoils uh, a like object on <laughs> on some type of like pneumatic hose, uh, and you hear the sound of a pilot light turning on. Um, Roll me a uh, a body save. Okay. Do, do, do. Does that like save his entire body? A bit. Uh, um, I have I have good news and bad news. All right. The bad news is I failed. Good but news. the good, good news. news is that I critically failed. Oh, so this is really fantastic. I know. All right. So what's been happening behind the scene is I've been rolling uh, the opposed combat checks and other things for uh, speed for this figure. Uh, So you hear this sound of uh, a flamethrower that is getting to queue up. Uh, Daryl, you fire your flare, and as the figure is distracted with uh, about to uh, immolate... Uh, uh, Yakov, your flare actually does connect and uh, it lands in his shoulder and starts to uh, ignite his robe. Uh, What was the damage that you rolled for that? Um, Damage was on the 20, right? Uh, Your damage for the flare gun is a... uh, It's D5, so you're going to D10 and... Uh, roll down. Round down. All right. So on a D10, I rolled a five. So right. so that's going to be a three. So uh, you inflict three points of fire damage to him. Um, and 
even though there's a flare sticking out of him and it's starting to catch his bandages on fire, he seems to still be absolutely locked onto Yakov. Uh, Barrett, you've been strafing from the side and you get your salvo uh, ready. And so um, you, your machine gun starts to uh, clack up with that, that, that whirring sound. Mm-hmm. And uh, remind me, what was that you rolled again? Was that a success? Uh, it was a 17. So 17. All right. Fantastic. All right. So you uh, fire a bunch of bolts real close uh, to Yakov as Yakov is being held by this this form. So <laughs> this is this is why I'm kind of doing in the order of operations because that person also has a flamethrower and you're firing right at him, holding a flamethrower, <laughs> holding your friend who's also caught on fire with a flare. So uh, how much damage uh, did you inflict with your let's, machine gun? Let's find out. Because it's actually 2d10 damage, so... Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. That can't be right, 2d10 damage, right? Unless I add them. Um, uh, if your damage is... Uh, I believe that it is 2d10. Well, I will verify here. So is that like the D hundred, or is that adding the two? No, it's adding them together. Okay, so that would be thirteen points of damage. All right. Okay, so you fire uh, this massive salvo. A uh, part of it extends to um, Yakov. You take three points of damage from splash, um, and you sorry, see that. I'm sorry. Uh, point of order. Um, point of order could charles perhaps roll his military training to avoid hitting me as he has probably been trained for firing in close uh uh combat i, I leave it up to the you GM. also got grabbed and you weren't expecting me grabbed and I, I had to try <laughs> i mean there is a pretty large kill zone you know unfortunately with the so and you also roll no, it's fine. It's fine. If you don't want to no, stop like, on, no, it's no, cool. You, look, you John, want to crit fail if, on your defense. John, this is not going to go very John, well. if this if this were a machine gun for close quarter combat, but this is a machine gun for general purposes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So you take you're taking three damage, not three wounds. Took it. Um, so it's not too devastating, but you see that uh, the. Again, this form gets ripped apart by bullets. Um, you right uh, on her shoulder where he has the flare. You see the uh, bandages get ripped open by the fusillade, and you see his flesh is this strange combination of wires and uh, human flesh and blood. His flesh rips apart, and you see already these little wires questing to try to fuse back as his flesh is just being cool. uh, churned to a hamburger underneath him. Um, need to make another save for him. And um, all right, anyone have, uh, does anyone have any explosives in our group? Um, I have. What do I have? No, I don't. Yeah, me neither. I got oh. one more flare. That's closest uh, I got. You could stick it inside of his the hole in his torso. So he's going to uh, use his flamethrower that he has queued up. Ah. So you hear that deep throaty whoomph sound of the flamethrower 
starting to fling fire. All right. Uh, so you, Yakov, are engulfed in fire, and you mm-hmm. take one whole wound. Um, so that is your kind of macro damage, is you are just completely washed in flame. You have your hazard suit, and that's AP5. So your AP5 would have soaked us three points of damage you had earlier. I forgot that you had this massive armor for a scientist. So that mm-hmm. machine gun didn't hurt you at all, but uh, you lose... Um, uh, it's not able to soak all of that. So your wound right. is... is So basically, it soaks five of your wounds. So you take seven points of damage. Um, so you are at um, five health of this current wound. We'll do that. Gotcha. Sorry, a little bit extra mathing there. Um, not for me. I as, do the eye. <laughs> as as he uh, <clears throat> is, he's getting uh, attacked by all sides of you. He doesn't seem phased at all. If anything, uh, he has this kind of again uh, unsettling laughter, and you see something detached from his back um, that parts through his robe and smashes a button on the console you hear a tape recording going over and over of chiming melodic bells like you would hear in a temple. Um, And he says, you have dared attack the prophet. The avatar will be here for you. Get on your knees and beg for forgiveness. Ooh, I'm not big on that. Oh, well, that's a know. huge violation right there. We are not allowed to do that without the proper like knee equipment. Also, we're not in a zoned area for kneeling. Uh, first of all, you are yourself are equipment, and kneeling or an equipment, <laughs> unless it's tagged, not safe. I'm afraid we can't do that. That's John, the there's, the, there's the title of our next MHP employee's handbook is You Are Equipment. <laughs> oh, that's real good, though, bro. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Where's You're, welcome. You're welcome. Um, yeah. So, like, uh, that's that's the avatar, man. Like, uh, I think that it's uh, Cameron who ought to get down on his knees and beg for forgiveness when it comes to you know the avatar. But um, that's that's a terrible joke. Uh, I'm excited to meet this abomination, this avatar. So uh, I'm gonna rack another tube. Tubo bullets. I like to imagine it's like a tube of biscuits. Like just you know, put that into my general purpose machine gun, and it's like a like a drum. All right. So as you as that happens, uh, who wants to roll me a d10? Fuck it, I'll do it. All right. I'm scared now. Critical failure. <laughs> Fuck me up. Uh, I rolled a nine. All right. As uh, after the, you hear that you're hearing a clanging of bells uh, going on, you see these monitors across the, the room start to light up one after another. And at first is this very severe face. Um, it almost seems to be a, like a bronze statue gritting his teeth, giant knotted thick brows and you can see that it's holding a spear and is crowned in fire it then cycles uh to the a pan uh like a painting camera across burning fields and then 
it changes to a landscape and you see text scroll across saying no water flows in the poison season but at a weather's change the valleys will flood with fire and you feel something reverberate in the deck rhythmatically in the distance cool so that's all kind of played out in a snapshot uh the figure is flambeing uh, Yakov and ordering all of you to kneel and beg for forgiveness. Doesn't seem likely. Round. What do you do? Not that. Uh, I kneel and beg for it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's say you traitor. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, well, let's see. Weapons are ineffective. Something big is roughly nearby. Um, that... I mean, your machine gun is somewhat effective. There's a pile of human hamburger on the floor. Right. Okay. You know what? I'll give him another salvo. How about that? See how he likes that. Well, actually, I should wait for Yakov to get free first. So I'm going to wait for him to struggle free of the. Or are you free of its tentacle? You're gripped right now. But um, if you want, just as a quick aside, go ahead and make me an opposed rank check, Yakov. We'll do that as okay. part of the previous round. Let's see, what's my strength? My strength is, Your strength 29. is 29. Uh, I passed. I am. Uh, I rolled an 18, so 11 uh, points so under. 10, uh, all right. So, all right. All right, so you break free of it. Um, the player that's sticking out of it and the chunks of flesh that have fallen off of it um, is slick with its own blood. So you pull yourself free of the tentacle. All right. So we'll have that as a precursor to this round as for you to do your positioning. So um, go ahead, state your actions and let's resolve this. I'm going to uh, machine gun that motherfucker again. All right. So you have one for machine gun. Daryl, you're um, giving a, a, a look. I'm going to skitter back, I think. Okay. <laughs> Why is? I think skittering is, skittering is on the menu, boys. You're, you're both skittering and smoldering, which is like a good combination, you know, when you skitter while you're giving off skitter just a few. while you smold. Little wisps Darryl. of smoke coming off you. Are, is there anything mechanical that I can utilize in this room? Tell me what it is that you would like to do. So you see uh, banks of consoles, like computer consoles and other um, types of equipment. There is uh, some equipment that looks like it controls uh, communication relays, other ones that look like it may have some function with the bay, like the spaceport bay, as like the hangar bay as well. Um, but as far as there's no real heavy machinery here, I like a forklift that I'm totally certified to use. Wink. Um, Fortunately, not in here in the bay area. There would definitely be a forklift to onload and offload equipment. No, that's too far away. It's not going to help. All right. Um, it doesn't look like he's on top of like, let's just say a Tesla coil that I could fry him with. That does not seem to be an option. So, um, okay. then I guess I, I load a flare back in the cat's butt. 
you, well, I mean, you do have jury rigging and you have theology. You have things that you could. Okay. Could I go up to a piece of equipment and like beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, 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 and, and try to like send a volt of current through the, the animated machine human cultist? Well, looking at these being comm relay, it does not seem to have a lot of active voltage. Uh, but that being said, if you want to use your action to try to override uh, the strange, creepy messages that are playing over the computer screens uh, to stop that clagging of bells sound that's playing on a loop, or to try to figure out what's maybe coming this way as you're feeling the floor vibrate underneath you, those are viable actions. Okay. Like a, uh... they, they do seem like better actions than shoving a flare up my cats, but again... From the cat's perspective, absolutely. Uh, you, don't yuck my cat's yum. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I would go and try and stop the noise. I uh, just for everyone's sanity, whatever's left of it. I was enjoying them, but I'm cool with you turning it off. It right. reminds me too much of my childhood. I just can't deal yeah. with it anymore. Probably so, reminds John of his childhood by the sound of it. So. Yakov, you're going to be tactfully retreating after breaking that grapple, sounds like, and moving to a better position. Uh, Barrett, you're going to be uh, chuck, 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 chuck. Boom, boom, boom. Yep. Exactly. And Daryl, you're going to be uh, hacking. You're going to be trying to operate this machinery to stop this extra noise and other distractions. Uh, so, uh, all right. So, Yakov, you are able to tumble out of the way. Um, your suit is basically completely ruined at this point. There is plastic melting onto you. You are able to stop, drop, and roll and extinguish the flame spreading on yourself and scramble your way back to your companions. Daryl, as you are silencing these machines, um, you are noticing that the control panel seems to be fighting your intrusion, like there is an active system working against you. Every time you turn off the setting, something is turning it on. And you notice as you're doing this, there are cameras that are uh, focused in on you. And you see that the lens of the camera is kind of painting, like, painting in and out. Um, you get the noise to stop. But you, for a second, right before you turn off the monitors, you are pretty sure you see your name going across it. I was just about to say something, and then you turn off the screens prematurely. And Barrett, you let your salvo uh, fire off. Um, go ahead and make me your combat roll. That's zero and five. That is a fantastic roll. Sure is. So now that Yakov is out of the way, you're able to really focus your oh, fire. Yeah. You bet. I fall back into the web now. <laughs> <laughs> roll me that damage. Uh, let's see. That is a grand total of 12 points of damage. All right. So you continue absolutely hammering uh, Gemna with your rounds. He turns and looks at you as you are just letting your shots fire, and he begins to walk through the hail storm of bullets towards you, and his serene 
smile, this is twisted and gnarled faced. This grows wide as he just opens his arms as if to embrace you. You Aww. see the flickering sweet. Uh, flamethrower begin to go um, to the flicker, and um, you see that more meat is falling from his form. His chest is a terrible ruin, but the more flesh that like pours off of him, you see more of these wires now beginning to bifurcate and almost like weave themselves together as if they're starting to split and grow. And he's just leaving hunks and hunks of meat behind him. Um, so he's like going Tetsuo. That's a that's a good way to do that. Um, I, I will say that the um, Magnum um, Galaxy Press is from Canada. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That's awesome. I had to I had to figure out how I could shoehorn that joke in somewhere. Oh man, I yeah, Canada. I uh, I was actually oh. delighted to see that the exchange rate is thus that um, if you happen to be a filthy Americanski. It is uh, in your interest to uh, support this game on Kickstarter because they are asking for contributions in Canadian dollars, and those are higher than U.S. dollars. So you have inflicted about two whole wounds uh, against this person, which for a normal person, a, a mere mortal, would be lethal for most people. Um, but he keeps coming. Um, his his form is just this wet mess and you see there's got more and more mechanical bits uh he turns his flamethrower and he goes should, should have asked for redemption you could have been remade and he uh kisses you softly with uh <laughs> fire yeah okay Terrifying flame um <laughs> cool and very cool do i roll counter that or um, um Go ahead and roll me a body save. Yep. It's a hell of a lot easier than a body shave. Um, that is... Do, do, do I add them together or do are we doing the 100 system? No. So this is, this is like a skill, basically. So this is like your quick reflexes to, to move out of the way. Okay. So I rolled a 6 and an 8. All right, so that is your 14, and 14. for you, that should be a success. That it is. Tuck and roll. Uh, so you tuck and roll out of the way, um, and uh, the flames just go wash over you. There's this roar, and you smell, uh, you see, like, all the candles that were on one side of the, the console just turn to wet water and just pour over everything cool. uh all of you you start to feel something getting closer um daryl while you're in the computer system are you wanting to uh hack into those uh camera systems and see what's coming or uh, yes are you wanting to use your cat scan i mean what are, and what are the rest of you wanting to do as well but yeah, but yeah, that you've mentioned the cameras a couple of times. I feel like I would be foolish not to try and see who is watching us. I'm going to do a bio scan on our friend to see if he has any 
I'm basically looking for any weak points. Like, thank you. Okay. Yes, he's he. This this part we're shooting is armored, but if I cut into his back flesh here, I can cut the wire that's controlling his arms. Because I have like the that. feeling, okay. like I'm I'm kind of feeling the Iron Warriors credo right now, where like all I'm doing is like making him less weak. You know, I'm, I want to well into like I I I created a kicker that is purely science, dude. Yeah, like, any science issue I can handle. I'm not. I can't do combat. So. If there's a problem, you'll solve it. Check out. This check out. Check out this monster wall. <laughs> the scientist devolves it. Yes. Yeah. Well done, sir. Well done. Thank you. Uh, right. P.S. The reason my screen is so bright right now is I pulled up the uh, Nirvana on Fire Kickstarter page. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you post that link there so everyone uh, throws their dollars in. And then, Barrett, what are you wanting to do? Uh, I am reloading and firing it again. All right. Uh, so you slap in your next drum. So, uh, Yakov, you run your bioscanner and you run over this gnarled and twisted form, this crude semblance of a man. It's, it's like a weird metric. You see that this person is lost half of their organic mass I, it is just on the floor in heaps and piles uh your kind of sense is that you could remove enough flesh to make this thing stop working to stop being alive maybe that's the 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 kicker of it um you're not Regarding... exactly sure because this is something that's a biomechanical thing and you're used to all flesh so that's your kind of educated guess. Well, I, I can I have, can I roll? Sure, if you want to make an intelligence check on top of that, well, yeah, means. because <clears throat> while and I'm using my bio scanner as well, the and the reason why I'm being an insistent Nancy well, is because you said you want to see what mechanical aspect and a bioscanner is not going to tell you what type of mechanical right. aspect. However, it will show me what parts are showing up as gray and non-biological. Okay. And right. yeah, so I'm, I'm combining like my zoology, my exobiology and my bioscanner all on this, uh, on this. So you don't stack your skills. You get one skill. Well, uh, in that case, we'll you use, can use your item and your skill, but like they're. Let's see here, I need to roll under under two. All right, I rolled uh fifty under. All right, so you are getting a sense that the form of this creature is retrying to regenerate, and at some point, it's going to. Uh, not have the sufficient amount of vital energy to continue doing that. So the best course of action at the moment seems to be continuing to strip away its flesh through uh, brute force uh, measures. Through the okay. gentle application of the of, art of the of... shotgun. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of I shout over the sound of the, the gun, like, all right, we're wearing him down. Keep going. And I reply uh, while, <laughs> while, while pointing kind of with like, you know, the hand that's on the stock of the gun. I don't give a shit. I point at the big pile of flesh coming off the thing and I'm like, 
Dr. Muscles, don't eat that. Um, I mean, that is protein. I'm just, I worry about you, bro. Uh, no, I, I prefer protein that I develop, not protein ah, that I find. Good. Okay. And yeah, I'm going to just uh, have another whack at him with the machine gun. So, all right. Let's see if I connect. That is a six. So, that's a big old yes. And for damage, brawler. Uh, 10. All right. So you fire another salvo into its chest, if it has something of a chest, and it stops for just a moment and it begins to wheeze. You hear something clicking like gears getting stuck or their, their teeth are stripped and it pauses. And you see a little bit of its broad smile lessen, and it starts to get a little bit of a look of fear. Um, you see that the pilot light almost seems to flicker in its flamethrower appendage. Meanwhile, Daryl, you are accessing these systems, so hacking isn't your strong point. So go ahead and just make this for me as a uh, intellect check. Actually, you know what? You could use jury rigging at this point. I will do this under duress since you you have your other tools. 26. All right. So you changed your uh, the monitor feed to reverse it so you could see what is starting to approach. In that reception area that's behind you, you see the doors slide open. So this is not too terribly far from you. And you see something that looks like a statue made of wires and conduits and diodes and other things and it's holding something that almost looks like a giant sphere you feel you can see every step it takes it scratches and tears the floor a bit um it's you know this kind of throw these doors open and it is advancing towards you it's uh, little bits of uh, like electricity spark off it and it's just dripping with biogel. Um, all of you can now feel as it's getting closer, it's footfalls and reverberating through the deck. And in fact, uh, when you look at this kind of crumpling form of Genna, he lifts his head and smiles. And he says, the fear is here. <laughs> The Avatar is here. You should have knelt when you had the chance. <laughs> um, and uh, we can use that as our convenient time to put a pin on this and Yay! your closing remarks. Uh, All of you get the kind of same glimpse of this thing moving um, you know, right in your peripheral vision as we kind of draw this sample to a close. I love it. That was fun. Alrighty. Yes. Thank I... you, Ian. And thank you, um, uh, Nirvana on Fire. It is on Kickstarter Dude. right now, so if you have enjoyed the, uh, this, you the can tiny URL it. link to their <clears throat> Kickstarter is on our um, Twitter, Instagram. We'll put it in the chat and also the notes for this when we post it on YouTube. Mm -hmm. so you should be able to find it. Also, if you just Google uh, Nirvana on Fire TTRPG, you can find it that way. Um, yeah, it's a cool project. You should support it. The rewards are great. 
And like I said, uh, take advantage of that exchange rate. Yep. I have one of their other games. Uh, I have uh, uh, Prison Station Echo. Uh, really high quality stuff. Um, and Mothership is an awesome system that you should uh, you should support the uh, the third party creation for mm-hmm. it. And then you know that's one of the things is that uh, Morkborg has grown so massive because of all the third party creators doing cool shit. And we're in a place where uh, Mothership is you know the the big box set for One E is coming soon and. Uh, all this third-party content is coming soon, so that will be awesome, and we appreciate it. Uh, we got some cool shit cooking. Um, Ian, your Kickstarter, not your Kickstarter, but Kickstarter you are involved in, Korg, just finished up the other day and Lots was successful. Very successful. Yeah, very successful game. Um we all have game stuff coming for Zine Quest. I signed the paperwork uh, this afternoon and had a game design meeting this afternoon for that. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, we also have new books on the horizon. Uh, if you like me, if you like John, and I hope you do, uh, I have a new book coming out in uh, almost exactly one week called um, Ibiranu the Flesh Crafter. Children of the Gods, uh, which is, I think, a pretty cool book. Uh, if you like fantasy and body horror and all that, um, if you like Cronenberg, like that's sort of my jam. So, uh, I hope you will check that out. Um, and as always, look, we have a website, it's onemoncast.com. You can check it out, you can find all of our socials, you can find one mon social, like our Twitter and our Instagram. And our Facebook. And, you know, if you're if you're watching this on Twitch right now, right this second, if you are here with me, then you can hit subscribe. And for if you are a Prime member, you get in for free. Give you can us those follow. Bucks. You can like. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, like and follow. All of this stuff helps our algorithm and helps us spread and gain new followers. We are also on audio only if you don't want to look at our dumb faces but you want to hear our dumb voices (laughs) you can do it that way anywhere you get your podcast we are probably there and again we don't spend we don't have money to spend on advertising so if you if you like what you hear tell some people about it help us spread the word it really really helps um it was fun playing tonight thank you so much for joining us uh yeah, thank thank you. Thank you, audience, for joining us on this consensual journey we call Wandering Monster. My name is John Baltusberger. I am Charles R. Bernard. Ian Servas. Mr. Paschke. Go back Nirvana on fire, and we will see you next week. Ciao.